0: More resources available online at jennifer-jackson.org. This is Simply for Women. I am really glad that you stayed with the show because guess what today? I'm actually recording at the church next door. So I love it. That's my happy place. It's on the west side of Columbus. That is our church, our home church. And if you've never been there, I hope that you will come and visit. This is the interview portion of the show. And I have my husband with me. So welcome, Doyle. Hey, it's good to be here. Yes, he's my sweetheart of almost 31 years. And we are going to Israel. And I'm really excited about that because I'm very grateful for the Jewish people. I'm very grateful for Israel. Israel, they gave us our our Bible. (laughs) The Jewish people are an incredible people. And so we get to go with our family. And I'm just my heart's kind of overflowing with gratitude that we get to do this. So that's why we're we're doing these segments together. We're getting ready for our trip. I wanted you to meet my husband, and we're just gonna have a lot of fun today talking about gratitude.
1: Well, I, I think some people may not know that our first year of marriage we spent from August to May in Israel. So yeah. we spent nine months in that first mm-hmm. year of marriage in Jerusalem mainly. Mm-hmm. And We did travel to Egypt, but but we were there in Jerusalem studying the Bible. Mm-hmm. And, in the uh, land of the Bible. That's right. And so for us, the way to help people imagine that, at least it works for me, is if you imagine what it was like for you to go back to the town where you went to college, if you went out of town for mm-hmm. college. Going home to Jerusalem is a lot like yeah. where we went to college, and so it it feels at home to us. We like it does. walking the streets and seeing how things have changed and how things are the same, and we get to see old friends. Mm-hmm. And so, are we going to get a falafel? To... Well, definitely. That's we a need a falafel deal.
0: or a shawarma. I don't know. It's going to be a tough toss up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe one of each because we're going to be there a little while. So this is, this is really exciting. I'm very grateful. God is good. You know, sometimes he provides opportunities and this is definitely an exciting one. So I'm excited about that. I, if you go to my website to jennifer-jackson.org, I have a prayer for Israel on there. So you might want to just grab that. But today.
1: well, But if they ever want to go to Israel, they should oh, let us know.
0: Absolutely. So we're going to Israel next June. If you want to go. 23.
1: That's the plan. Yeah,
0: let me know. But uh, today we're talking. We've been talking about gratitude. We're talking about barriers to gratitude, and there are a few, you know, barriers to gratitude for sure. I think about what yeah. the new like catchphrase is. I'm hangry. What is that like? I'm hungry. I'm angry. I'm tired. I'm you know all these things. Mm. Um, so I'm a little hangry at the moment. But I, I think that real pain, uh, physical, emotional, or exhaustion is that a is that a barrier to our
1: gratitude? Yeah, I think I think that. Um, yeah, I think when you're in pain and, and that can be emotional pain. So if you've been, uh, through mm-hmm. a, a breakup, we'll say sure, that's, sure. that's a breakup of a relationship like you can be fired from your job, mm-hmm. you know, that a friendship, that's right. In, in the midst of grief. Mm-hmm. Okay. Those are times when it's hard to be grateful. It's hard to see the good in the midst of pain and suffering. And mm-hmm. that's why so many people. They they question God in those moments, but to be grateful is to be connected to God, and so what the enemy tries to do is to to give you pain and suffering, hmm. so that he can get you to move away from God. So that's why it's always mm-hmm. there's always a lie. Okay, so the grumpies, mm-hmm. okay, the grumpies is a lie that life was better back in Egypt.
0: Yeah, it's romantic back than there. it
1: is with God, and so it's it's not true. The second lie is, "Well, my pain is so great, God must not care about me," yeah. and so we're not grateful, okay? Mm-hmm. And and we're relying on Him.
0: I think pain's a real thing. I, you know, I, I was. A listener recently reached out to me and said, wow, Jennifer, thanks for just sharing so honestly on the air. And, you know, today I came into, to work today and somebody said, Oh, wow, what a great suntan you have. But it's not really a suntan. It was red, uh, face and chest from the hives. So I, you know, for me, cause, sure, uh, from the, medicine the <laughs> medical hives, uh, but I think that going through, um, a breast cancer diagnosis and, and God's healing process and medical, all of that, uh, has really, Helped me to understand pain because I never, I I never understood pain. To be honest, I thought I did. I had two kids, but let me tell you, uh, I didn't understand it, and so I didn't have really a compassion for that. But when, and hopefully now I'll have more compassion. I'm trying to have more compassion. I know that there are many people, and maybe you, you are listening to me right now, and you are in pain. Um, But I, I think that if we're not careful, that pain can cloud our vision of God. It can cloud our our willingness to be grateful for the things that are going well when yeah. not everything's going well.
1: Well, I've watched you. I mean, we've been very close throughout all this, and, and I've always been impressed with the level of gratitude that you've shown in the midst of that. I mean, because you... You sometimes you tell me I feel guilty because you're doing all this and that and everything and I do and oh. and and I just feel like I'm I'm grateful that I've been able to help you and and to be with you in it, but then for you to say thank you for that and I know that when someone is is physically um, hurting the way you have mm-hmm. during the process and, and other people are doing that right now when that person says, thank you. And, and sometimes it's as simple as when you're in the hospital and someone brings you ice chips, cause you can't that's do right. anything for yourself
0: mm-hmm.
1: or they give you one of those swabs that just has a little bit of liquid. Cause that's all they're letting you have right now for whatever crazy reason, mm-hmm. you know, and um, it's, it is amazing to have the people in the hospital, serve you and, and the nurses and the doctors and the volunteers that do all that. And so I think in terms of the pain can be a barrier to gratitude. Yeah.
0: Oh, and I mean, for the record, I am very grateful. I mean, you've been really amazing.
1: But, but, but then in the midst of that, the way you treat people in pain paves the way for them to get on the gratitude train, mm-hmm. see, and then in the midst of that, and that's that's what Jesus came to do. Mm-hmm. Jesus came to pave the way for us to be a grateful people. Right. And to overcome the lies of the enemy. That's what he he, he did. See, and so um, he is compassionate. You said Jesus said, I, you know, I, I came to show you love, not judgment. I came to have compassion, Mm -hmm. not to to condemn you. That's why Jesus came. And so when we love someone who's in pain, we pave the way for them to be grateful and to get the healing that they need and Mm -hmm. the restoration that God desires. And that's why the church, okay, I will build my church on Christ Jesus and the gates of hell will not prevail. So all the lies of the enemy, that, that tries to take them back to grumpy land and believe that life better. It's the try to get them to focus on the suffering. That's why that's so mm-hmm. important. And I
0: love this verse from Paul in second Corinthians one, three, he says, Jesus Christ is the father of compassion and the God of all comfort. That is a comforting verse to know that God does want to comfort us. And that in this world, we do have troubles. We do have right. trials and pain. Um, But he is a God of comfort, and we can reach out to him in our pain. That's right. And be grateful that that he is there. He has not left you. He is still there for you.
1: Just share with him the pain and the suffering you're going through, and um, just let him know that, that you need some help today. I can't do this on my own. That's what Jesus did.
0: Well, I mean, I think a comfort is thinking about the cross and knowing that Jesus did understand various amounts of pain, not not only physical suffering, but he understood being rejected by his friends, being spit on. I mean, he was em- embarrassed in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. And so I think knowing that that he understands us he is knew, a huge. Comfort. He knew
1: Peter was going to deny him oh, before he man. denied him and yeah. he knew rejection in advance. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And see, so Jesus embraces all that.
0: Yeah. So what about exhaustion? I think you mentioned exhaustion. Is well, that a I piece think, of our grumpy, sir?
1: I think that exhaustion is another barrier to gratitude. And I believe that that's what the enemy tries to do. He tries mm-hmm. to just exhaust you. Yeah. Because he he wants to keep you. And that's why he keeps you from sleep. And yet we know when we look at scripture, God is the one who gives us sleep. Mm -hmm. Okay. He is the one that gives us rest. He is the one that gives us peace. That's why shalom. Okay. Is a blessing. Shalom is the blessing from God. He gives you completeness and wholeness. And what, what Satan wants to do is to keep you from being whole. Yeah. And so. That's why he'll harass you. He'll wake you in the mm. night. He'll give you. That's why you say your prayers before you go to bed. You say, no, Lord, this bed is a gift from you. And the rest that I'm about to receive is from you mm-hmm. and that I trust you to restore my soul so that I can I can rest today and that I can go to sleep and that I can be refreshed and have new life.
0: I think that's really key because I was, I was reading a book recently on prayer and he said, what if your life depended on it? Would you pray every night? And I thought, wow, now that's a thought. What if, what if you had to pray because your life depended on it every night? And he and his wife agreed to that. Oh, I know we have. And I think when you begin to see it that way, you're grateful that, wow, wow. We're grateful that we can pray. We may not be able to do a lot of other things, but at least we can pray.
1: That's right. And 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 so that's why prayer becomes essential for your life and getting past this. And so, yeah, I think that we got to remember that grumpiness, physical pain, and just exhaustion are, are pathways uh, that that take us away from being grateful and praising God and thanking him. And we don't want to do that
0: absolutely well thank you honey for being with us this is Doyle Jackson from The Church Next Door and that's where we're recording today I'm glad that you stayed with us you have been listening to Simply for Women I'm Jennifer Jackson if you want to learn more about the show or listen to previous episodes go to jennifer-jackson.org that's right jennifer-jackson.org I have so many wonderful things for you there a lot of freebies Get a get a good recipe maybe make a salad tonight sounds good to me anyway have a great day